This podcast contains discussion of mental health and may mention alcohol and drug use as well as suicide. Check the show notes for more information and links to relevant support services. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. They might not solve all the world's problems from this hot tub, but a good chat with a good mate is not a bad place to start. Welcome to another episode of No Pants, No Problems. All right, welcome to another episode of No Pants, No Problems. We are here again on the Zoom as we uh, continue on lockdown. We had... Lockdown week number 98, I think it is. Yeah, we uh, had our lockdown discussion before I hit record, um, so we won't bore anyone with any more talk about that because that's not what we want to talk about. Um, It is... But that being said, we are both incredibly tired. <laughs> just uh, worn out. I think this is just, it just wears you down, this thing, doesn't it? It just doesn't go away. Yeah. And I think um, the monotony is starting to get to a lot of people, along with the uh, lack of a light at the end of the tunnel or a distinct light. I feel like. Recently, we've been given some hints about what could come at the end, um, yeah. but not much promise. Uh, I think, I think, like we we did have the discussions. I won't get back into too much, but we've always had a number we're chasing as far as lockdown goes, and we don't get that number this time. No, we've got a a vax number, but not a case number, um, and then not even any kind of tangible promise along with that uh, vax percentage. So um, it is tough uh, and it is making things tougher. Things uh, seem to be taking me a lot more energy to get up and about for. Yeah. Um, And this is not, you know, this isn't a comment on you, Jeff or all of our listeners, but it is, it's even taking a lot more effort to be like, Oh, I've got to set up the studio and I've got to do the yeah. recording thing. Um, uh, we're, we're recording this a day later because I couldn't yesterday. I was, I was unable. <laughs> I was dealing with Centrelink and doing a whole lot of stuff that yeah. is designed to make you go crazy. And when you're already as crazy as I feel at the moment, that was not helpful. Yeah, no, it's um, it is a harder things are getting harder and harder um, yes. to get through, and I know a lot of people around me are feeling that as well. Uh, but despite that, we're still here. We're still going to go again, and we're here for all of you out there uh, because it is important to keep going. Keep the conversation going. Keep 
keep pushing through. This is what we do. This is yeah. why we're, we're here to help you guys push through as well. And I think as well, it's important to try and keep as much normalcy as possible uh, and doing the things that you would normally do uh, is part of that. And obviously we have to do this a little bit differently. We're not in person and we're not in the hot tub, but we are continuing to do what we can just working it uh, around the restrictions. How is the third member of our team? How is the old hot tub? I haven't seen it for a while. Oh, it's still bubbling along out there. Yeah. I should, um, I was going to say I might get in there over the weekend, but it's going to be raining all weekend. Um, I might, if I do get in, I'll put a photo in the, in the Facebook group. Um, so people can see that it is still going, uh, Vader. In in, in line with community standards. Of course, of course. Vader is still going (laughs) strong, uh, protecting us from any invading billionaire idea stealers. Um, he's still out there. Uh, I can't believe believe Bezos is trying to get into space just to get a better view over the fence. That's a bit extreme. He's got a really strong, um, strong camera to be looking down on the hot tub. Uh, (laughs) Obviously if he's looking down on us with no pants in the hot tub, he's got a pretty strong zoom. Um, So we are still here. We're still going on uh, as normal as we can be. And I think that's something that's, important at the moment and like you said you know we're here to connect with the listeners and we're here to help in our little way but it's also uh important for you and i just you and i to catch up yeah which is this is what this is what we we need to do yeah and it's um good to do some normal things as you can tell, guys, we are legitimately tired. <laughs> it's just like a little bit of a ramble. We'll get there. I think, um, yeah, I think if you listen probably to the last three or four episodes in order, you will just hear my so, ability to create words diminish <laughs> as, we, as we go along uh, and my ability to construct helpful sentences to, to diminish <laughs> as well. But we're still here. And we have had some contact from listeners uh, during the last week or so. Um, A couple of suggested topics, a couple of new members in our Facebook group as well, which is great. Uh, And a couple of comments on our Instagram posts around about certain things. So it's good that we're still seeing connection with people. Uh, and I think particularly at the moment with all the lockdowns going on, uh, that that connection is as important as ever. Uh, and again, our inboxes personally and our inbox as a podcast is always open, uh, to listeners. That's it. That's tonight's episode. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks for tuning in, guys. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep going. All right. Um, so what we wanted to cover tonight <laughs> was actually to do with some feedback. Yep. Oh, hang long on. Let over, me long, bloody long find the message. Due. Yeah. Long hang overdue. On. I don't know, like, 
our professionalism has gone out the window too. If you could see oh. the pictures Jeff sending me during the podcast <laughs> recording. <laughs> um, but that's not the that, that photo that I'm looking at. Too, too distract you. Um, you're testing my professionalism. Is that what it is? Sure. All right. Um, so, yes, this is a message that we got a couple of weeks back and then lockdown and then another couple of things came up. So um, we yeah. are doing this now, though. All right. Uh, so this is a message from a listener. Got to say, listening in has helped me through some feelings and things I've got going on at the moment that I'd never actually look into. Uh, and it says, he says, uh, listening actually makes him feel better that someone else is in that same headspace. So that's kind of what we're going for. Someone else to be talking about something and then people uh, likely identify with it uh, and then ask for a topic. The feeling of unknowing that feeling of someone tells you something vague and your mind working overtime, overthinking that until you're mentally tired and stressed out and just overall uh, exhausted. I think like we're tired, I think he wrote that message yeah. when he was tired as well. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, interpreting all of that. Uh, and then I sent that message, a uh, screenshot and sent it through to you, Jeff. And we both went, yep. Yep, we know exactly 100%. what's yeah. going on there. Uh, and it's a thing that I think a lot of people deal with is overthinking. Uh, it goes hand in hand with anxiety and depression, really. It's like yeah. a little love triangle, um, yeah, but right. not in the fun way. And so with both of us having the other two parts of that triangle, the anxiety and the depression, the overthinking has come with that as well. Wow. So um, I think a lot of people, a lot more people face it than talk about it, which is our a running theme yeah. of everything. Yeah, um, yeah. Overthinking is something that, I don't think you realize you're doing it. There's a difference between thinking through a situation and then overthinking a situation. Yeah. I think only when you come up with so many different scenarios in your own head that are negative, do you start to realize that it's a problem? You know what I mean? Like you, you, you are meant to analyze and think, think things through before you speak or before you act on certain things. But when you start, coming up with a million different scenarios where you're the bad guy at the end of it, no matter how you look at it. That's when you know it's yeah. not just, yeah, it's not just a normal thinking process you're going through. Well, and I think um, our listener from what he has said uh, is dealing with it in the kind of way of filling, filling gaps yeah. and kind of trying yeah, to yeah. fill gaps, trying to, uh, work out unknown things or yeah. um, what did, whatever. What did, they mean? what did they mean by that? What did they mean this? Did they mean that? Yeah, yeah. Like and when, when that, that person probably hasn't given it a second thought and was just words on the, on the, at the, in that moment. Yeah, and I, that's, that's one that I definitely identify with I'm guilty. Yeah, I'm guilty a lot. Yeah, and um, 
because it's, and it's a challenge because obviously, you know, as people, we want to connect with other people and we want that connection to be good and we want that connection to be strong. And so, but then at the same time, people are very vague and often don't say what they mean or don't kind of mean what they say. Yeah. And so there are a lot of gaps in social interactions. And as I think we've talked about before in certain social interactions, there are rules or expectations around how people act and what people say, but generally speaking, there aren't. And that's where I think this becomes a challenge because there's a lot of interpretation that sometimes needs to happen. Mm -hmm. But then a lot of the time we fall into the trap of more analysis than actually is required. Absolutely. Yeah. We can, if, if someone says an off the cuff comment to you, which to them was just something in passing, if you're invested in that person a lot more, I guess is the best way to put it. If you're, yep. if it's a, if it's a boss or, a, or someone you're, you know, someone who you, you, what, what's the word I'm looking for here? Respect or look up to. Yeah. Someone, or someone like, that make, you makes, value, makes I guess. Comp- yeah. Someone, I guess that's a better way of putting it. Yeah. Someone you value, if they make a passing comment that could be interpreted as demeaning, that's how you're going to take it with overthinking. You're going to, yep. You're going to spin that around into what well, they obviously said A because of X, Y, Z when they went even from A to B and you're already at the end of the alphabet. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I think uh, under, under all of that kind of overthinking, there's the self-esteem and the self worth perception as well is, I think we're we're building to quite a big self-worth episode. Yeah. 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 And, but I think in terms of interacting with people, we all have our own lens of how we view things and how we interpret things through that lens. So, and as we talked about in our communication episode, communication is the two way street. So there's the message that was intended and then there's the message that was received, which is filtered through the, your own lens. Uh, And if the own lens is a lens of low self-worth, then obviously what could be an off the cuff comment is interpreted differently as an attack or yeah. Yeah. Holding a lot more weight than was intended. Yeah. And I think it's, it's really hard to adjust to. I did a bit of a Google before we started and I just Googled the word overthinking. Um, and there was, you know, 14 easy ways to stop overthinking, six easy ways to stop overthinking every little thing, how to yeah. stop overthinking the eight top ways, 10 simple ways you can stop yourself. But I don't like, I think putting the word easy or simple in there is totally, not a thing. Yeah. no, it's not a thing. And it's a yeah. And it's making, you know, so there is this one, um, and all of these are 
valid. So this is from themuse.com. This is not as medical as the other article that I have that I'm going to talk about that I'll put in the episode description. But this is six easy ways to stop overthinking every little thing and just enjoy your life. All of these things are valid, but not they're not easy as the title no. suggests. So um, do you want me to go through those now or the other article is how to know when you're overthinking? I think understanding how to know is more important than dealing with it at this point. Like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is the opening paragraph. This is from verywellmind.com and the link will be in the episode description uh, if people want to read more. So the, it starts, thinking about all the things you could have done differently, second-guessing every decision you make and imagining all the worst-case scenarios in life can be exhausting, but overthinking is a hard habit to break. So they're the three things that we've already talked about. Thinking about yeah. the things you could have... That's a big one for me as well, thinking about things that yeah. I could have done differently, uh, yeah. second-guessing decisions and imagining all the worst-case scenarios. So yeah. the first two are living in the past which a lot of things say is connected to depression, living in the past yeah. uh, and imagining all the worst case scenarios. That's anxiety. the future, uh, which is yeah linked to the anxiety. So I'm sure most people listening have done one, if not all three of those yeah. things. Uh, and I think everyone probably has some time of overthinking yeah. Uh, but there are obviously those of us that do it more than others. Daily. Yeah. Mm. Um, and like we've talked about it a lot because I do overthink a lot. And it kind of, again, my self awareness has allowed me to harness it at times yeah so the analysis of things is obviously a skill but it becomes uh that paralysis by analysis when you're doing the overthinking so i have a very analytical mind which is very good for running a business it's very good for you know developing a podcast it's very good for the it's very good to have a mate who I can call up and say, Hey, I'm thinking these seven things. And you're like, no, that's shit. That's shit. That's not one. That's not a thing. Yeah. Okay. You're down, you're down to these two. And I'm like, okay, cool. Okay, right, that's like, thinking down because I've got an extra brain to, to pick. Yeah. But even not even with the overthinking, like it's, um, I'm, I'm thinking of applying this job. What do you think about, you know, changing this, going in this direction career wise, and then we talked about it and I said, what about this, 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 and analyze bits and pieces that you might not have. And yeah. so we came to it. So there is definitely benefit to having an analytical mind, but when it falls into the overthinking uh, is when the benefit is reduced and it becomes more detrimental. Yeah. So these are on the very well mind website article things that, uh, it says are signs of overthinking. So you're not solution focused. 
and this is a quote, overthinking is different from problem solving. Overthinking is about dwelling on the problem or problem solving involves looking for a solution. Yeah. So that's, and when you can get into that loop of this is the Definitely, thing that's yeah. wrong, this is the thing that's wrong, rather if than... Come, if you keep coming up with more scenarios that are going to end badly, that's yeah. not problem solving. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, and the more you think about the negative, the more it can take you down that rabbit hole. Uh, and is something that is increasingly hard to come back from. So the the analysis, if you focus that on the problem solving, uh, is helpful. But if it focuses on the negative side of things, then it's tougher. And then that, we already kind of mentioned it in that, you experience repetitive thoughts ruminating or rehashing the same things over and over again isn't helpful. So that's, yeah, thinking about the same thing, the same event over and over again, thinking about how you could have done differently or the thing that was wrong with that event uh, in the past is just going to dwell. Classic, classic Jeff. Yeah, going, going over. If something didn't go the way I thought it was going to go, I will come up with... 800 different scenarios that I could have done in that moment to make it a better outcome. Yeah. You know, job interviews is one, you know, different social interactions where you didn't get the outcome you were expecting. This is a, yeah, you know, just, yeah, this is, this is my thing. I'll, I'll sit up to three in the morning going over every little thing I did wrong, everything I could have said differently. Well, how, that's how the I next could, point. Could, yeah, yeah. Your worrying keeps you up at night. And yeah, it is that thing of of thinking and analyzing uh, and overthinking um, that keeps you worrying and keeps you up uh, way too late in the evening. uh, Then obviously the lack of sleep. We might do an episode on tiredness and exhaustion one one day. (laughs) Hopefully when we're not really exhausted. Has, has that not been every episode for the last couple of weeks? Yeah, well, every episode we are tired, but we haven't done a full hour on it that's true. yet. We might get there. Okay. Uh, so that's another sign. Your worrying keeps you up at night and your brain won't shut off. And then after that is you struggle to make decisions. This is one that I don't, like in terms of my overthinking, struggling to make decisions certainly in the last few years, struggling to make the decision hasn't been an issue. No, um, I'm very quick to make a decision. I'm not, but not too quick. There is obviously no, no, analysis no, no, that goes you, into you it. You, 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 with your analytical brain, you don't look for the worst in situations anymore. You just go, like, let's go and go. I'll tell you once in Yes. I'm much better at that professionally than personally though. I'm sure, I'm sure. I've gotten to the point where I recognize where the analysis ends. Like I can't analyze something any longer. I'm going to get the same result from the analysis. And so that's when I just make a decision. It used to be that I would hold off making decision in case something else came up. up. But once the analysis is done, it's done uh, and then we make the decision and we move on. But what I do do a little bit more is this next one, which is second guessing decisions. Yeah. 
Overthinking sometimes involves beating yourself up for the decisions you already made, which is something that I do a lot as well. So there's some, uh, I guess, signs that if you're listening and you think you are an overthinker, none of those will be new to you. Uh, but they're the, like the obvious signs and the, the worrying, the over analyzing and you kept up at night and they all seem to kind of happen at once. Absolutely. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of laying out a little bit of this episode because most of the, most of our episodes, we, we cover issues that we have some type of advice we can give, but I'm still guilty of this one. I can't, I don't feel comfortable giving advice on how to deal with this, but I still struggle to deal with this myself. If that makes sense. Like, uh, it's yeah. It's something that I've always done, and I've always I'm conscious of it now. I'm, I'm aware of what's happening, but it well, you're getting you're getting your self awareness yeah. on. That's exactly right. But I'm I'm a bit further behind on that self awareness train than you are. And we'll get there. We'll I get do, you there, I mate. Do, yeah, when I do realise that I am in that overthinking mindset, it's usually you know a phone call to you or a chat with the wife about hey, this is the eighteen things that are going on in my head at the moment, can we get that down to yeah. one or two realistic ones? And you know, this is this is what I did today and this is the fifteen ways that I could have done it better. And you're just like, mate, it's in the past. Like we need to yes. concentrate on where to, where to go from here now, not well, I think in that, in that past moment. Yeah, and I think the majority of both of our overthinking is past overthinking. Yeah. I don't think we're particularly big on the future overthinking. Uh other than me socially. But that doesn't hold me back. No. Like I, I don't not do things socially because I'm overthinking them. I just power through them and overthink as I'm doing them. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> like, so and then, and then and then get home and do the past overthinking about it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, anyone that has been out on a night or been at a party or some social thing will probably may have noticed, or if they think about it, might realise that there'll be a couple of stages throughout the night where I just am in the corner, just sitting quietly for a while. Mm-hmm. And that's just me allowing myself to catch up with my thoughts because mm-hmm. I will have been overthinking the entire night from before I got there and during my attendance. Yeah. And that obviously adds up to the point where I need to go, all right, just hang on a sec. Let's this just, is, this is, this is, this is where you and I differ because you, you will be at a, at a, a gathering and you'll come up to me and go like, such and such just said this. Yeah. What did he mean by that? And I'm probably like, probably nothing. You're like, no, but then you'll give me the 10 scenarios. And I'm like, no, no, no. I think he just meant how you going, mate. Like it wasn't. They're all (laughs) shitly. Go back to it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Get get back out there, have another beer. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think, um, yeah, I, I, my overthinking, before situations is uh, I've been thinking about this recently, obviously 
my overthinking actually sometimes makes me calmer when things happen. Yeah, because you've already gone through that scenario. Because, uh, like, you know, we could was- say we're going out to the pub and it's, you know, karaoke and we're having a few drinks and whatever. And then, you know, something minor happens. People might be worried about it. And I'll be like, oh, is that all? I had so yeah. much worse in my head ready yeah. to go for tonight. <laughs> There wasn't so, an earthquake. There was no volcano in Burke Street. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. People are like, oh, you're so calm. And even it becomes like, um, Jeff's, it's Jeff's come with the COVID the thing. Library yeah, yeah, that's normal. <laughs> um, like, I've even, that. yeah, I've even found with the COVID thing, um, it's like, oh, he's extended lockdown for two weeks. Like, I just assumed he was going to extend it for a month. Yeah, and shut exactly down cafes. Right. So this is yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that, in that way, I do my over-analysis before things happen. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think I overthink them. I just list them. Yeah. Like if you say we're getting out of lock... part of the... That is yeah, part yeah. of the overthinking though because you've come up with you know, the 17 or well, like I keep saying different numbers, but you know, you come up with all these extra scenarios. Well, it is a different number every time. <laughs> going, yeah. That aren't going to happen. And then when you get, you know, you, you, what's the old thing? You can't disappoint a pessimist, isn't it? Or, yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. They've already come up with, you know, no matter what you say, they've already thought about it. Like, yeah. Or thought of something worse. I'm not, I don't think I'm a pessimistic person. But you're right, no, that saying but, does apply. But, yeah, but that's the overthinking part of it, isn't it? The pessimist has gone through every different way. And yeah. Optimist, optimists do the same thing and overthink in the other direction. You know, they've got... Yes. So... Optimism is more favourable in our... Yeah. I guess in the future sense of overthinking, I don't do the ruminating thing. I just do the possible scenario thing. Yeah. Um, you know, like if we're going out to the pub, I'll have invented the worst case scenario is I get up to sing at the karaoke and all of my friends have left and not told me. And so no one's there for me. <laughs> like I'll have decided before we get there, I'll have decided that that's going to happen. That's, that's going to happen. Yeah. So then after I sing, someone comes up and goes, Oh, I missed it. I was in the toilet. I'm really sorry. I'm like, Oh, that's nothing. I, you know, assume that you all would have gone to another venue by now. <laughs> You actually all moved to Mexico in my scenario. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quick, he's on stage. Now's our chance. <laughs> he's on stage. Let's block him on every social media platform and leave the country. That's right. Um, so, yeah. Which is, the, which, is the, which is the ridiculous, as a joke said there, but it is something that goes through your head. You know, like you have someone, yeah. you know, someone I, I searched a friend on social media the other day and, was blocked and I thought I was blocked. And I was like, I can't find him anyway. Like, what the fuck did I do to upset this person so much? Yeah. Block me all is it? And then like, it got to the point where I overthought it so much. I called them and I'm like, Hey, are we good? And they're like, yeah, I'm just taking some time off. I'm like, I'm off all social media. I'm like, Oh, so it's not just me. Yeah. Yeah. Me <laughs> not just <laughs> off you. I'm like, off everybody. In my head, I'm like, in my head, it's like, Oh my God, I said this last time I saw them and this is this and this and this and this and this and this. And then you're like, I should oh, have messaged them more. What yeah, happened? Yeah. Like I thought we were friends and no, it's like, no, nothing to do with me, but your mind makes everything about you. 
That's yeah. Because we do all have that ego thing. Um, we just have to kind of keep that in check. So yeah, for me, the, the future thing is coming up with all the possible scenarios. The ruminating thing is a past thing. Um, what could have happened? What could I have done differently? What might've happened if I'd changed this or what is such and such going to think about me because I said or did a certain thing. And so that's my biggest part of overthinking is the repeating and dwelling on the past stuff. Yeah, definitely the same thing. I keep myself awake most nights thinking of things I could have done differently during that day. And I think, like you said, you're still guilty of it and still struggling with it. Still working my way through it. And at the risk of oversimplifying it, you just have to cut it off. Yeah. Um, And it takes practice and it's a bit like, you know, that game, that whack-a-mole game is it will come up again, but you just have to knock it down each time it does. Yeah. And so like, if you find yourself overthinking, it's a past thing and you can knock it down. You can say, well, that's past, that's done. Um, you won't be able to, even if someone's reaction to what you did is bad, you won't be able to change that reaction Yeah. because you've done the thing and they've had the reaction. Yeah. So there's only what comes next and that will come up. I still think about things I did in high school, which is almost 15 years ago, almost 20 years ago. God. Um, so, but yeah, it's just about training yourself. And I know this is oversimplifying and I started the whole thing by saying simple ways of doing it. Is not no, a thing. no, no, no. Well, look, we, we try and give advice on each episode. And like I said, I'm, I'm laying out to get some advice myself this time. So, well, we, you know, we, I love we, it. Yeah, definitely. You know, I love the giving of advice uh, and I can be in this blunt as you like, like um, my mate the other day who messaged me about four paragraphs of what was wrong and I sent him back four words. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's just retraining yourself and practicing really what you need to do when the, the things come up because yeah. the past is the past. Yeah. I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm big on, a lot of good advice comes across as a catchphrase, but it's true. You know what I mean? Like there's, you can't do anything about the past. Yeah. The past is the past and worry about the future. And the, the big thing I try and, you know, especially teach my daughter is don't, don't dwell on the past and just, what can you learn from that mistake? You know, like what can you, what, what, what did you do? Why are you overthinking that? What can you learn from that? What, what would you want to do different next time? Yeah. Rather than, come up with 800 scenarios where you could have done it better. What can you do better next time? Like and try and make a plan for that situation. You know, you're going to have a million plans in your head, but. In at the risk of tangenting, I think, and I think we probably want a, an episode about this now that I'm thinking about it 
it's if you're analyzing your behaviors and your actions, I think, and this is what I've tried to do recently is to kind of have a global view of things and a very high level looking down view of things. And I do it in my business, but I've also applied it personally as well. So in the business, mum and I in our cafe, the overarching thing is I guess our mission statement is to provide high quality things to our customers. And the things is applies to everything, customer service, the look of the venue, the quality of the food and the coffee. So that's the overarching thing of the whole thing. And then if you're going to be analyzing, then if I'm analyzing the cafe, Mm. I might have had a customer complain like I did recently about something costing too much. But if that doesn't... You're able to analyze that down to like, hey, this is why though. Yeah, yeah. So if we're looking at that overarching mission statement of providing good quality things, good quality things aren't cheap. So that complaint of this is too expensive doesn't have a negative effect on me because I know that what I'm doing lines up with the mission. So in terms of analyzing your own behavior, I think the the best way to do it is to analyze your own behavior relative to yourself. Because I think think what you've touched on there is something that I can work on myself and will take away from this episode. Hopefully somebody else does as well. Yeah. Even having, having a mission statement for yourself. What, what, uh, what, well, how yeah. Do you to, how, how do you hope to be perceived? Well, it's not even. I think getting into the thinking of hope to be perceived is. Well, look, I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm a big one, and I really don't give a fuck what people think of me. If I did, I wouldn't look like. Yeah, I do. and so the thing is, if you analyze it against how you want to behave generally as a person, like yeah. you could go to a mate's place and your mate gets offended because you did a certain thing. But if that thing is something that you're okay with and something that you are okay with your behavior, your own behavior, then it shouldn't affect you too much. I saw a quote today on my Instagram uh, that I screenshot and it's not that one. That's another one you sent me. That's very different but we won't go back down that path. Um, one time someone told me I was intimidating. My friend looked at them and said, is she intimidating or are you intimidated? And from that moment on, I refused to take responsibility for our, how others react to my presence. That's, that's too sided. Obviously, if you're a person mm. that doesn't want to be a p- type of person that is likely to intimidate people, then you take that on board that way. But if you think your behavior is in line with your values Mm -hmm. and somebody reacted in a certain way, then you shouldn't be as concerned about that. I get that. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think I I spent most of my life looking intimidating. Yes. And so, (laughs) but, but that at the same time, you don't want to be a person that intimidates people. 
so well so you can be in, if, if the need arises <laughs> that's right yeah yeah you know if we're out talk, and shit's going to hit the me, fan you're going to be the intimidating one that's right yeah. yeah so talk to me for five seconds you realize just how intimidating i really am not not yes yeah. so there's that's the thing if you're worried about how someone is perceiving your behavior I would rather the analysis be of yourself and not of them. Of them, yeah, that makes sense. So is what you, you know, you, and we've joked about it, you know, ended up naked on the roof of the baseball club rooms or whatever, like a couple of people were not okay with that. (laughs) But you were okay with it and, you know. Unapologetic about it. Your best mates were okay with it and your wife was reasonably okay with it. (laughs) And so. Half of the course, pretty much. It's it's not a. I I get the difference here. Like. Yeah, yeah. If someone that behaviour is disgusting, I'm just going to be like, oh, fuck off. This is who I am. And there are things that are baseline disgusting. You know, doing a nudie run is probably not on that list. There are many further things. <laughs> Depends on the company, doesn't it, Auntie? Yes, yes. <laughs> but still, like, that's who you are. Pretty much. If someone came up to me and goes, oh, at your bucks, Jeff got naked, that was terrible. I'm like, well, that's Jeff. <laughs> like, deal with it. You've seen those bits yeah. on people before. Now you've seen them on Jeff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and it's... <laughs> It's about holding yourself to your own standards and like, yeah. yeah. And like I used the example before about how when I'm at a larger social gathering or a party or something, there'll be times where I need a timeout. I'll go and sit in the corner or if we're home, I'll go and sit in my room for a little bit. And at the end of the night, people could be like, Oh, Lee wasn't very, you know, Lee wasn't very active tonight or he disappeared for half an hour. I don't care because like I know that that's, that's you, how that's what, that's, I am. That's what you needed. Yeah, that's what you needed. Yeah. Yeah. You, and you have done that in the past, and I'm like, shit. I hope everything's okay. And then later realize, no, no, that's just yeah. A time a timeout was necessary. But also, when certain interactions happen between people, you know, people get a bit narky at each other, and I just back away and like, oh, why don't you step in there? I'm like, well, because I don't want to be in that situation. Yeah, that's not. What and the values that I have, you know, when I've been out at a nightclub or something and there's been a bit of you know argy bargy between people i'll just leave people are like oh why didn't you come in there and i'm like well because i don't want to get in a nightclub brawl i don't want to yeah. you know punch on with someone and so that's my values and so at the end of that night someone could think oh lee was you know lee chickened out or lee was too scared to be involved in it yeah, i'm like no, well look, they can think that but at the end of the day, that's not how I wanted to behave and I held myself to those values and I kept that. So that's that. Does that, it's... No, I like that. Yeah, no, I definitely like that. Yeah. It makes the episode a little bit more about values than overthinking, but that's fine. Yeah. Like I said, I'm struggling with this one because I don't have any answers. I'm, I'm still classic for it. Like I still... I'll and send it's, someone a message. I'll send someone a message and then send them 84 more messages 
in the next three days going like this is what it meant this is how i was trying to get that across this was just meant to be funny don't fucking take it to heart and they're like yep. dude i just i just hadn't checked the message yet yeah i'm like oh yeah. <laughs> like, well, and we we still do that to each other. Yeah, and I'll message and I'll be like, "Oh no, I meant this," and you'll be like, "Yeah, I know, yeah. mate. It's okay." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I understood. Yeah. Um, you, I was going to mention it to you actually, but I may as well mention it to all of our tens of listeners. When I messaged you the other day, and you messaged back, and then a couple of messages after that was slow. And then you sent me a voice memo saying, oh, I'm just about to drive. I'll message you later. I was actually on the, I was in the car, like trying to message yeah. you. I'm like, this is very illegal. Yes. So you on, stopped. I was, which on, is, I was on Sydney road, which was not very, you know, the bumper to bumper. Yeah. Like, hey mate, I'll fucking talk to you in a minute. I just got to this yeah. right now. And yeah. because I know you, I knew that had an undertone of, if I don't reply now, Lee's going to think I hate him for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> but, like you don't have to reply straight away. And this is a problem with. No, no, it was, I think it was because I was walking to my car and we were deep in conversation. And then you said something that uh, I can't even remember. It wasn't anything that would end a conversation, but I was just like, if I leave it there and don't get back to him for 45 minutes, he's going to be wondering what the fuck's going on. So I was like, and I'll just, I'll quickly shoot him a message. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm just driving. Mate. I'll call you. And the thing is that, Probably five years ago, I would have been like, oh, fucking, I've said something and Jeff doesn't want to talk to me ever yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. We're, but, we're well past that. Yeah, we're well past that, but also I'm well past that. Yeah. Um, We've both gone. Yeah. And we, I kind of realize now that people, people behave, going back to the values thing, people behave to their mm-hmm. values. Mm-hmm. And like I think I've talked about before, I've got a mate who lives interstate who is terrible at texting, yeah, but on the phone, we can be on the phone for three hours, yeah. which, you know, takes me back to high school, actually being on the phone, calling someone yeah. for three hours, yeah. um, which is weird because he's 10 years younger than me. So like he's texting grown should, up should, should texting. His thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I grew up with a home phone that still had a cord yeah. attached to the wall. Like, who, the fuck, who the fuck talks to each other these days? Yeah. When I my had daughter, my... My daughter lives here. She's in the next room. She texts me to say what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, walk out the fucking door, mate. Um, yeah. Like he's grown up with texting. I grew up with getting someone's phone number was their home phone number. And when I was in high school, I had to ring try, and say, try, try, oh, hi. Try is... catch, catch them at home. Uh, yeah. And then phone. having to speak to their dad when you called them. Oh, hi. Is... I remember calling my girlfriend. I had a girlfriend, shock horror, anybody listening. Um, <laughs> I had a girlfriend in year 12. I remember she wrote her home phone number on my arm right here where my okay. yeah. mental health tattoo you also, is now. You, you also have a beard now as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, like she wrote her home phone number on my arm because mm-hmm. I don't know why we didn't have a piece of paper. Um, and then I had That's to ring. Cute. That's cute. Yeah. I had to ring and speak to her dad. Oh, hi, is Erica there? Mm. And then uh, we would speak and then there would be an end time, which I don't think kids have now. They can text literally all night. There is an end time when Erica's dad came in and took the handset off her, said, no, you're going to bed now. (laughs) We're done. 
And I'm like, oh, I'll see you at school tomorrow. And of course, it was that high school thing of like, you know, you couldn't go two hours without talking to them. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I've gone 20 years now without talking to my one and only girlfriend. <laughs> but, <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to Erica if she's listening. Yeah. God, if she's listening. I remember she told me, if she's listening, I'm in serious trouble because I remember when we were dating, the boyfriend she had before me turned out to be gay. Oh Jesus! Yeah, so obviously she knows how to pick him, and yeah, she, she said, has a type. <laughs> yeah. Unavailable, unavailable is that type. She said to me while we were dating, she said, "Oh, if you break up with me and turn out to be gay, I'll find you and kill you one day." <laughs> like overly, <laughs> like obviously overly high school girl dramatic. And you were like, <laughs> "Yeah," and I like my heart sunk because I was like, "Well, you were the girlfriend." that I was working out whether I'm gay and I have worked it out and now I'm working out how to break up with you. And uh, now I can't cause you're going to murder me. But in the end she cheated on me with a girl and broke up with me. Uh, so, yeah. Lesson learned folks. If you wait long enough, they'll break up with you. That's <laughs> if you're a shit enough partner. <laughs> yes. Play that's the, not the lesson. Long, no, that's not the lesson game. from tonight. <laughs> It's not the lesson, listeners, all right? Okay? Don't be a shit partner to your partner. Go back and listen to our communication episode and take that advice. Don't date, uh, don't be a gay man dating a bisexual girl because it's not going to work out for anyone. (laughs) Anyway. There's all sorts of of genitalia issues going on there. I'm, uh, I'm married. She's married with two kids. It's good that you still know that. Yeah. You just keep well, tabs on her so you know where she is so she can't come and burn you. No, because I saw her one night. Shane and I went to a comedy festival gig and we're in the foyer and she was there. And I go, oh, Shane, we can't go that way. He's like, why? I'm like, that's Mike's girlfriend. And meanwhile, Shane's had other many, not oh, many. Yeah, he's, not a, he's not a hoe. Other exes. That <laughs> wasn't a big deal for him. But then I said, she said if I was gay, she'd kill me. So I can't see her with you. (laughs) And so then I messaged a friend who's like a mutual friend. It's like, oh, I saw Erica. And that person goes, oh, she's married with kids now. So I'm not checking up on her. But, you know, I found out through other sources. Um, But that was something that I did a lot of overthinking about. Is that how I get us back on topic? Wow, that is the best. You know what? That's that's some high level commercial radio segue right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, the commercial radios don't do segue. They just play the ads and then they come back and reset. They come come back with whatever they wanted to come back with. Oh well, I'll play the ad then the two yeah, drink cinema promo, and then I'll come back and reset. Yeah, come back. Let's do this. Um, cheers. Cheers. You got you got rid of the cheers. Is there no cheers in that promo? I don't think so. No, I think it's at the start of it. It was at the start, but it was a different cheers and I was disappointed. It wasn't as cheesy. It wasn't a cheesy cheers. It was an actual cheers and I felt like I felt cheated out of my cheers. There's the more cheesy cheers at the start of the two drink cinema episodes. Yeah. So you have to listen to two drink cinema to get the cheap, full cheesy cheers. I listen to podcasts when I'm riding to Campbellfield. I haven't been to Campbellfield for a little bit, so... The only episode that we've got now is 
what's coming to cinemas in September, which we don't freaking know because we're in lockdown. Jeez. Two Drink Cinema, an Odd Socks Entertainment podcast. I'm Lee. And I'm Brett. We are two brothers reviewing movies. Two drinks at a time. The old. The new. The classic. And the cult. We tick all the boxes. We bring you the news on the latest movie releases. And drunkenly review some of the best films of yesteryear. Find us on your favourite podcast platform. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. All right, thank you, thank you, Jeff, for letting me give you advice tonight. Thank you for being my life coach once more time. I love it. I, I love giving the advice, uh, but as I've said before, and okay, and occasionally, occasionally, I might actually take it. Yeah, but that's the thing. If I head down the path of life coach, which I'm considering. Uh, and you can tell me if you'd like me to be your life coach, you can send me a message. So then I, I know whether or not it's worth doing the course. The thing that I'm going to struggle with, if I become a coach of any sort, mm-hmm. uh, in a personal coaching way, I've done the baseball coaching, yeah. is if I give advice and people don't take it. Yeah, you're going to be like, dude, I fucking told you. Yeah, you fucking, and you fucking paid me to give yeah. you this advice, which listeners you're getting for free, by the way. Okay. So buymeacoffee.com oh. forward slash no pants pod, <laughs> just to jam that in there when we're talking about money. Yeah. But I think I'm going to be okay with people not necessarily taking all of my advice. Is it safe to click on this link? Yeah. Yeah. This is just a friend of mine who's um, actually a life coach and a wonderful human being. We should put her in the show notes. Still your business before you get started. Yeah. But she's a she. Some blokes want yeah, to talk to blokes. Yeah. Well, put her in there. She's a wonderful person. Um, yes. Anyway, thank you for letting me give you the advice. Uh, and you may or may not take it. And that's totally up to you. Thanks, mate. That goes for Jeff and all of you listening at home, in the car, on your walk, uh, you're permitted two hours of exercise, whichever it is. Hey, if, if we get to 70%, it goes up to three hours. Oh, God. <laughs> Whatever. I, don't, yeah. I don't, don't think it'll be a long time before I have the energy for bloody three hours of exercise. <laughs> um, that's it for this week. We'll be back still on the Zoom next week. Join our Facebook group if you want to join a bit more on of the conversation uh, on all of the stuff that we talk about. Make sure you've subscribed uh, on whatever podcast platform you're listening so that you don't miss any future episodes. The wind is getting stronger out here. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. Not fun. Anyway, we'll, uh, I'll go and make sure that the hot tub hasn't blown away. And we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of No Pants, No Problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favourite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at No Pants Pod. If you or someone you know needs support around their mental health, there are many support services available. Check the show notes for links. 
This episode is produced by Odd Socks Entertainment, music composed by Shane Cole Hayhow and introduced by Matt Pankhurst. Bye for now. <laughs>